0: Yeah, I don't know the topic of this
1: podcast. I know, that was by design. Oh. Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. Podcast. We're dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian and Jada. Okay, so today we have Jada and Kylie and myself. Hi. So we're doing something a little different. Hello. So we mentioned in our last podcast that we did something we said we would never, ever do, and we created a TikTok. We talked about how that was very different than we expected it to go. Everybody loves Kylie. That's what we learned. We're
2: now
0: creators.
1: <laughs> we were creators beforehand, but now we're creators that actually gets views.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, in all, I mean, in all seriousness, we talked about that last time. We, we got views uh, beforehand. Well, Kylie. Well,
0: Kylie gets views.
1: Well, <laughs> you know I'm saying? Y'all no,
0: are in it too. Don't make it all
2: about me. <laughs> we,
1: we got views beforehand, uh, you know, <laughs> but like the max of our videos that got views was like in the neighborhood of 10,000 and now we're talking about millions of views in some of these and it's just kind of odd to see. So anyway, today I actually wanted to bring Kylie on here as well. The girls have no idea as we stated in the intro what we're talking about.
0: Nope. I know it has to do with TikTok and podcasts. Yep.
1: Yes. We have had a lot of comments oh, on yeah. the videos.
0: I don't even think we've read them all just because they come in really we quickly. No, one,
1: one, one video has almost 10,000 comments. Yeah, there's no way. That's not <laughs> possible for us to read all of them. <laughs> no. That's not. That's the biggest video.
0: Is that Drop Flow little screen?
1: It is. That is by far the largest video we've done. Um, but anyway... But we try our best to keep up with them. I am checking comments, and you are checking comments, and we check these things at least three or four times a day. But we still can't catch all of them. Uh-oh. But anyway, uh, but a lot of the comments that we are getting is something that I thought we need to talk about this on the podcast. And that is my question to both of you ladies. Jada, you're an adult but still barely hanging on to those teenage years at 19. And and Kylie, you're just entering those teenage years. And I have a question for both of you. Do you find it sad that you have learned self-defense?
0: Sad that we've learned self-defense or sad that we need to learn it?
1: So, yeah, in the comments, a lot of them are, it is so sad that... And this is the one we're going to start with. Yeah. It is so sad that we have to learn self-defense, that girls have to learn to defend themselves. The kids have to learn to defend themselves.
0: It's sad do that anybody is yeah. 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 Like I I it would be nice if we didn't have anything to be afraid of, you know, if it if, if the world was it, perfect. If the world was perfect, not broken, not fallen, you know, if if everything was perfect and people just loved each other and actually were kind and didn't do terrible things. It would be a whole lot nicer, and it is sad that we would have like that. It, it was something that people should learn, but I'm not sad that I've learned it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: and jinx, you owe me a water. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think the part of those comments that bothers me is that they always say it's sad that women have to learn this. It's sad that children have to learn this. Well, I'm sad stupid. that yeah. I'm sad that anybody has ha- like has to learn it because you know guys get attacked too.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You, okay, well, we're not going to get into statistics, but statistically speaking, there is more violent crime against men than any other group. <laughs> now, men generally find themselves in situations that other groups do not find themselves in. But, statistically speaking, and I'm not saying that to defend whatever. I, You know, we're out here, one of the biggest things we do, or two of the biggest things we do are... Women self-defense seminars and like abduction prevention stuff for kids. Those are our two biggest events in anything that we do. Um, I think my question is, yeah, I I understand. I get that it's sad that it has to be learned. But the other kind of part of this is I, I see a lot of, oh, kids should just be kids. And it's really sad one, a couple, a few times I've seen this. It's really sad that we have this kid on here teaching other people, other kids, about self-defense. What a horrible world we live in.
2: Did you not know that from the start? We'd have a positive outlook on life, Kylie. Yeah, no. we're, try-
1: we're trying to be positive on the podcast, Ruth.
0: <laughs> That's no, I, I think what people... I think what they don't understand is because maybe they had a happy childhood or were protected growing up. There are kids that aren't, first of all, and pe- a lot of people are just completely oblivious to the real danger that's out there and that it's not just something that happens in TV. It's not just something that happens to other people. It's it's very common, it's very real, and it's growing. Like It's, yeah, it's getting worse. It is worse. growing,
1: but you know when I was a kid, <sighs> way back last
0: <laughs> century... <laughs>
1: When I was a kid, this was a thing then too. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, you kids didn't were think about it,
0: you? No, I know no, I hear no. I hear <laughs> I hear people who grew up in the 80s and the 90s saying, "Man, when I was a kid, we used to just ride our bikes all over town like there wasn't this danger that everyone was worried about." It's like, maybe that's just because, you know, it wasn't as publicized That's we were to see it. Yeah. And I do feel like the trafficking ring has grown it a has. lot more since then. Yeah. But the pedophilia and all of that, that was huge in the 90s. And people just didn't realize because...
1: 24-hour news cycles. That makes yeah. a huge difference. And, you know, that's that's one of the things. Now, we've, we've done all this. We've said all this. But I think my question is, there are many, many reasons for kids... Adults, men. women, men, everybody to learn self-defense. Statistically speaking, you're probably safe. I think a, there's like a one in, I don't remember. Now, it's a, it's a, when you really think about it, it's like, that's a lot of people. It's either like, and I'm, I'm not sure, and I'm just spouting off numbers. It's somewhere between like one in four, one in five, or one in six people will have to deal with a violent encounter but if you think about it statistically speaking you're still probably going to be safe right if it's one even if it's one in four so one fourth of people will have to deal with a violent encounter in their lifetime okay if one fourth of people that means three quarters of people will never have to face it okay and
0: you can take your likelihood down of being one of those people by getting training and learning how to prevent yes Mm -hmm. so Do I think it's sad that we know self-defense or that uh, we live with the... I think what people are upset by is that we live with the knowledge that something bad could happen and that there are bad people out there and they want to protect kids from the reality of there being bad people out there. they just like, you just let kids be kids. They don't need to know about this. They don't need to know about that. I don't think it's sad that kids should know about that. I don't think it's sad that Kylie is aware of the bad things in the world. Because you've also instilled a confidence in her that while there are the bad things in the world, she is capable of fighting it off and coming out on top.
1: Yeah. See, I think that's where a lot of people are missing it. Because you two don't. Do you feel like you walk around in fear everywhere you go? No. No. <laughs> okay. I, ha- I had.
0: I had. I just had a grown man this week tell me he was intimidated by me. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So the fact that you know it helps put you in a situation that you feel like you can take care of yourself better, which but means it gives false you that. Confidence. No, it's not a false confidence because
0: false confidence is telling them there's nothing that you should worry about, that you can walk around your life and not worry about anything. That is a false sense of confidence. Yeah, we have genuine confidence because we know how to handle ourselves.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It, at it, it times, the Superman syndrome or Superwoman syndrome yeah. that some people get aggravate me. And one of the things that I think we have done is said, "Here's the here's the risk. Here's kind of the best way to handle it. Here's some more training to kind of round things out, you know." And what you do in the process, if you keep it real, then you're going to build a confidence as you go through this. To where you feel like, okay, well, you know, yeah, that's still a hole, but right here, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good here. I'm feeling pretty good here. I'm feeling pretty good here. And I get a little better and a little better and a little better. And in the process of that, you start carrying yourself in a, in a way with confidence, which is automatically, as we've talked about in other podcasts, going to put you in a position where you are less likely to be chosen to begin with.
0: Yeah. And what people don't seem to realize is that she's not spreading the negative message of there are people out there to get you. She's spreading the positive (laughs) message of... That
1: message is already out there.
0: I know. (laughs) She's spreading the positive message of there's something you can do about it. Yeah. You know, and even as a kid, there's stuff you can do about it. Even as an adult, there's stuff you can do about it. Even as the smaller opponent, there's something you can do about it.
1: Yeah. It's the same thing. We've talked about it before, you know. The levels of awareness and we talk about this all the freaking time, you know, and we get out here and we teach seminars, was teaching this weekend. And as I was bringing up the fact of if you are in yellow, uh, you are, you know, just generally being aware, if you've not heard the the color code for awareness, if you're generally being aware and you notice a possible a sketchy dude in a sketchy van, you know, in a parking lot, and your vehicle's on the other side, you know, it's better to go ahead and go, I see this, because I have a general aware, you know, general level of awareness. I see this, and the best thing for me to do is to go up the next aisle where I'm not directly beside the van. I think too many people want to put the blinders on and go, like, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, you know, and don't actually take any kind of threat seriously, you know, with what you ladies do, with what we do, with what we train other people to do, um, you know, we're giving people a more realistic understanding of things. So when we're seeing a situation like that, we can walk with confidence, number one, and hope to avoid anything. And also go ahead and formulate a plan to keep yourself safer so nothing ever happens to begin with.
0: I know a lot of people's view of self defense is well, people create. Impossible situations, first of all. They're just like, but what if, but what if, but what if they have this, but what if they have this, what if they do that, what if there's this little piece, but what if there's this? I'm going, it starts much before you just pop into that scenario. You know, very... Very rarely do you not know at all that someone is there. Mm -hmm. You know? And if you can work on building that awareness and cutting down that time that you don't know someone is there... Even more, and you can go ahead and formulate that plan. You're not going to pop up into that worst case scenario. Yeah. It doesn't just it doesn't just appear. Someone just doesn't doesn't pop, and you're all of a sudden in this. Most of the time, it happens quickly, but there are pre- preventative things that you can do that keep you from being put in that worst case scenario. The majority of the time. Because a lot of the comments that we get on Facebook and everything is like, what if they have you here with this, with this other thing and this other aspect? Over here? like, That is a lot of factors that have to completely line up. You're worried about a very, 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 very specific scenario.
1: Somebody actually made a comment, and if by chance you end up here listening to our podcast or watching our podcast on YouTube, uh, you know, I'm not making fun of you. I just kind of found it kind of funny. Um, but somebody ended up asking some kind of question. It was this... Really, kind of long drawn out possible, uh, you know, situation. I'm like, this sounds like a very specific situation.
0: So, did this specific thing <laughs> happen to you? And if so, or is
1: this just your imagination that's just kind of really run wild with yeah. this one little scenario?
0: People have a very situational view of self defense, you know. I have to learn this technique to deal with this one. I have to learn this technique to deal with this one. And I have to learn alternates to these techniques just in case these things happen. I'm over here going, the reason we're different, our business is different, impact defense is different, is because we focus on prevention in the first place, not you're in the worst-case scenario. This is avoiding the worst-case scenario. Yes, we have techniques for if all else fails. Mm -hmm but people don't realize just how effective the prevention is people always ask it's like just out of curiosity have you ever actually had to deal with any of these things and we're going we've really never i've never really gotten past the prevention part
2: yeah
0: you know because anytime i see something anytime i do something anytime i notice something I avoid it or I keep it at a distance so that it doesn't turn into a worst case scenario yeah. and so no I have never had to fend off somebody like fight someone away I've never had to punch someone in self-defense I've never had to drop the wiggle, screen you know but I've avoided dangerous situations things that I know could turn out really badly
2: Yeah.
0: so I've kept people at a distance I've Locked my doors and rolled my windows up and made someone talk to me through (laughs) the window. You know, I've done things like that, okay, to prevent things from getting any further. That is just as much self-defense as punching somebody is. It is. You know? And that's what people don't get. They think of self-defense as this big, you have to come out on top kind of thing. But a lot of times, self-defense, it's hardly worth mentioning. You know? Real self defense is most of the time not worth mentioning, you know? Yeah. Unless you're in our case where we have to teach about it.
1: (laughs) Callie, what are you doing?
2: I'm playing with the Atomic Bear flashlight. Why? Because it's fun!
1: Listen, this is my flashlight. If you want your own, go to theatomicbear.com and use the coupon code Impact Defense, and you can get twenty percent off of one for you.
2: Can I use your debit card? No. Why,
0: Dad? Dad. So, what? What exactly is your answer, Kylie? When someone says something like, don't you feel like your life would be a whole lot easier, a whole lot better if you just, if you were protected from that side of the world instead of becoming paranoid about it.
2: Well, I'm not paranoid, you know, I'm not scared of it. Okay, so you say you're not paranoid and you're
0: not scared, but you're constantly uh, doing these videos on what if, and this is happening, and this is, and what to do if someone puts you in this position, and avoiding stuff. That sounds like paranoid to me. (laughs) Not paranoid. What makes it not paranoid? I don't
2: know. Here's, you... here's the real
0: question. Can you be prepared without being paranoid? Yes.
2: You can be prepared without being paranoid. Yes. How?
0: What? What's the thing that separates the two?
2: Like, what's the difference in prepared and paranoid? Paranoid, you're always, like, looking around like, this is going to happen. No, wait, no. This is going to happen. No, wait, that's going to happen. No. <laughs> So paranoid is
0: this will happen. Like I know it's going to happen. Yeah. So I you know, I'm constantly looking around, this is going to happen. So I have to be ready. Okay. So if if you can be prepared while you're paranoid, what what separates just being prepared?
2: Prepared is when you can walk around, and see a threat, no, get around it, stuff like that. So it's more of this doesn't have to happen? Yeah. This doesn't have to happen. I can control this
0: from not happening. Our oh, control. Okay, so it gives you a sense of control to know this stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you kind of? Uh, do you, is that something that you find yourself struggling with a little bit? Now, I know you can get overwhelmed. Like you're you're a teenage girl. It happens. Like you get <laughs> you get you get overwhelmed. Um, and you there are a lot of times when you can feel like you've lost control. I think. For you, if you were paranoid, you wouldn't be doing so well, first of all. <laughs> like, if you were living your life paranoid, I feel like that would affect you a lot.
2: Yes, just like myself in my room, don't come in, don't come out.
0: <laughs> and your life would revolve around that paranoia. But being prepared, it gives you the ability to live your life a little bit more freely. Mm-hmm. Um, you're able to live without that constant worry. Knowing that something is a possibility, but you know how to handle it if it happens, um, and how to prevent it and keep it from happening, gives you a little bit more control, even as the young woman child you are. Young woman child.
1: Young woman child, I like that. Yeah,
0: young woman child. I don't know how else to describe you. (laughs) So talk about that, like your, your journey at becoming more prepared, like how everything became real to you. Kind of, and so what? What did that mind journey look like for you? That m- from the moment of starting out to the moment it became real to the moment of I have to share this because I can be prepared and I can prepare
2: other people. Yeah. So I've been doing martial arts for most of my life, believe it or not. Uh,
1: You're thirteen. That's not that hard to believe. I
2: know. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. When I was three and once I got up to the advanced class, that's when I was actually paying attention to what was happening with the self defense techniques that you were teaching. Po- so when I was
1: teaching classes, what you're saying is you wasn't really paying attention before then.
2: At some point I wasn't This <laughs> <laughs> is not coming out good. No, so for her it. it was probably
0: just another it was <laughs> it was just your life at that like most yeah. of your life it was just oh, this is just another aspect of life. This is just it it's chill, this is what going on then you're saying when you got to the advanced class something kind of switched in your mind where we you're like oh there there might be
2: something important in this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> yeah and then when dad went to or talked Co- cobra is that what it's called?
1: Yeah when we, we were doing the cobra certification stuff
2: yeah that that's when it started to really click and then we started doing the kids abduction prevention seminars so when we started doing the kids abduction prevention seminars what kind
0: of was the, what kind of was the making it click
2: moment for you? Making it click was probably right after our first one, maybe. I was like, oh, <laughs> gravy, this actually happens. <laughs> okay, so
0: the this actually happens moment for you, what effect did that have on your, on your life, like on how you lived, how you thought, what what effect did that have? That, oh, this really happens. It's not just another thing that we prepare for. This isn't everyone's everyday life um, stuff. I'm doing this because it actually happens. What effect does that have?
2: When it clicked, I was like, oh my word, this actually happens. And I'm like, wait, calm down. You have something to prevent this from happening. Then I just started going on with my life. You started going on with your life.
0: Now, you had already started being a little bit more um, attentive to the self-defense aspect of classes, and then when you started doing the abduction prevention for kids, um, you had that moment of, oh, this is right next door. This is the people surrounding me. This This is a reality to me, too. When it comes to your motivation to do things, How did that affect your just motivation to get the word out and your motivation to train? Was there a change in how you prepared? Was there a change in your mindset? Was there a change in your motivation in the first place? Just what drives you to keep going?
2: I don't want this to happen to anyone or anybody or anything. (laughs) What was motivating you before? Was it just that you were just kind of thrown into
0: it, and this was just your life? What so was motivating
1: you... for her before was the belts. <laughs> get to that next belt. I want to get to that next belt.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right? So yeah, our <laughs> abduction prevention and everything doesn't have belts. You don't get a belt in abduction prevention. You don't get a belt for self defense seminars. So what made did you made you motivated?
2: There. I want the world to be almost perfect. <laughs> you wanted to be almost perfect, <laughs> not quite,
1: <laughs> not quite perfect, but I'd like to get almost there.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: what motivates you to continue? Because you really are basically in all of our abduction prevention stuff. You're here and you're helping. Why?
2: I don't want anyone to be abducted or kidnapped or anything like that. Okay. What is a What is a perfect world look like to you? Where kids mm. and Adults can go around knowing that they can protect themselves when there is an possible threat. There's been kids missing in our area. Some,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, there has.
2: Yeah, and I just want to reach it out everywhere. That way kids, adults, everyone can know how to defend themselves. What makes this world an imperfect world? There are people in this world that do bad things.
0: What stands out to you when... Brian or I are teaching self-defense when we're heading up a seminar, what What stands out to you? How kids react to what we taught. Like. So the reactions stand out to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What do those reactions look like?
2: Some are like... Some... You, <laughs> the wide eyes open. Yeah. Mouth.
0: I think a lot of people view having to learn how to defend themselves or something like that as a chore, you know?
2: hmm
0: You say that you, you love the reactions of the ones that jaws open and the eyes get wide. Do you, do you remember those reactions because it's kind of the light bulb moment that you want to see? Yes. Okay, how, th- those light bulb moments, what, what feeling does that give you?
2: Feeling does it give me I like that feeling whatever it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, whatever it is. Okay What can you know about how they're going to be the rest of the time they're there? <coughs>
2: They're going to be more paying attention to it. That okay, and what me. does
0: paying attention do? <laughs> what, what does paying attention and caring do for it?
2: Um, they actually work on it and get better at the technique or something. Okay, so it gives you hope that they're actually going to be receptive and be able to do something
0: about it? Yeah. So, let's wrap this back around to our comments on
2: TikTok, all right? <laughs> rabbit trail, rabbit trail, Whoop. Back to the main thing. Yeah, well. Okay, so on TikTok...
1: Rabbit which is like what we're best at.
0: Yeah. I know. Okay. When you're in the seminars, you see those light bulb moments of, oh, this is real. Okay? Our followers on TikTok, you know, we have we have some that are, it's just sad that, you know, anybody has to know this. Or it's. it's sad that a child is worried about this happening. But the biggest thing is, even those people that are like, it's sad that a child has to do this, they're having that light bulb moment of, this is real. This is happening, but this girl is trying to do something about it. You've been really well accepted in that community because they love seeing someone your age who cares and wants to have an effect.
1: Okay, my question to both of you. I feel like I haven't spoke as much in a while and that school I don't I don't mind but I'm gonna wrap this up because we need to wrap it up uh, so my question to both of you is what do you think is the main thing that each of you have gotten out of training like seriously training real self-defense I want, I want to hear for a better question an answer from both of you so what do you think is the main thing you feel like you have gotten from self-defense Jada
0: um, I don't feel like I have anything to prove anymore. Mm-hmm. I can walk around with a silent confidence in myself, knowing that if something real happens, I can handle myself, and I can pretty much ignore all of the BS, you know? <laughs> it's like, because when you study martial arts, you study karate, you know, you get those people that are like, well, you are pretty small, couldn't I just sit on you? You know, like... I have gotten, from studying real self-defense and everything, I don't feel like I have anything to prove there, Yeah. because I'm studying for a real purpose. Like, if someone is saying, well, couldn't I just, you know, sit on you and keep you there? Odds are, that person is never going to do anything to me, because they yeah. are all mouth. And I no longer feel like I have anything to say. I don't feel like I have to even comment. I'm going to just be like, hmm.
1: Alright, Kelly. Well,
2: a lot like Jada, you know, I um... Walk around, silent confidence, and, and I don't have much to worry about. So,
1: okay. So, what I'm really hearing from both of you is not that it is made you more uh, paranoid, but it's that it's giving you the confidence to walk around in a way that you probably would not have been able to earlier. That's the whole point of it. An episode earlier. If we can be more confident in everything that we're doing and the way we're carrying ourselves, the less likely you are to ever be chosen as a target to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the whole goal of this—to mm-hmm. create in that more quiet confidence. You know, mm-hmm. I will say this, and it depends on when you're hearing this episode. We are planning our very first virtual abduction prevention. Uh, Event or workshop, whatever that you're looking for. But that is something that we are looking to do on Saturday, May 1st. We hope to hear from a lot of people on this one. Uh, We hope to really gather a lot of people. We have loved seeing the um, just the excited, some of the kids that we've done this. This one's going to be specifically for kids. Um, But we've loved seeing some of the videos that's come through on TikTok and other things where people are making videos of them practicing the moves. And what we're going to do is we're going to take two hours. We're going to go through a lot more uh, stuff. We're going to help people work some stuff out if they're having problems with it. uh, Just all this. So I'm very excited about that.
0: The comment that I can't stand getting and the comment that gets on my nerves the most is a comment like, if it is a fight between a woman and a big strong man, the man is always going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is the comment I can't stand getting because your goal isn't to win a fight. No. This is self-defense.
2: It's yeah. not it's your goal is to get out of there.
1: We did that in a video, and that's what gets me because one of the videos on there is Kylie talking about the fact that if we're if she and I are in a ring, she's 13 and she she's fought at tournaments, but it's not full contact. I fought in kickboxing. I fought full-contact karate. I have fought MMA. Who's going to win if this is a sport fight? I'm going to win every time, and I love this child. But if I'm going up against a 13-year-old kid like this, I'm going to win every time.
2: Okay, it's not about winning
0: the fight.
1: Self-defense is is not exactly.
0: Mm, And that's 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 kind of the point that I want to get into to draw it into, I guess, our part two that you're planning, but. Just think about it less of, you know, you're facing this person in a fight, because the thing I've gotten out of self-defense is, like I said, that silent confidence, I don't have something to prove, because if I am defending myself, I'm not standing, you know, in a ring with somebody about to beat each other up, but my goal is to get away, and if I can do that, I'm great, and I don't have to win a fight to be able to do that, I don't have to be the best fighter, I don't have to be the best striker, I don't have to be the best kicker, I don't have to be the best anything. Mm. I just have to be capable of meeting my end goal. Right. Okay. Yes, if I am put in a ring against a huge guy and it's just a fist fight, I'm well trained, but I'm probably going to lose
2: because I am
0: the smaller, weaker opponent. Okay? I am never going to be able to train to be stronger than that giant 300-pound man. It's just not something I can do. Yeah. But if my goal is to get away, you can bet I can do that, mm-hmm. and I would put my money on myself being able to do that pretty much every time. Yeah. Okay? So don't tell me in a comment that um, you are it's hopeless because a woman can't beat a man. Yeah. You know? First of all, some women can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: There's been a few uh, female MMA fighters that have knocked some men out cold in... Uh, and you know outside parking lots and such like
2: that i
0: promise you there are some grown men i can beat um (laughs) yeah (laughs) but in that situation yes if someone is trying to abduct me outside they're going to be bigger and they're going to be stronger than me yeah but because we have pressure tested it and because we are doing things for the purpose of getting away not coming out from a fight with glory you know yeah I can be confident and have that silent confidence in my own ability. That's why I can ignore those comments. Because those comments like, well, I'm a whole lot bigger. All I have to do is get a hit in. And, yeah. you know, over here going, I can be silently confident with that. Because I know that that's not a scenario that I'm worried about.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm not worried about stepping into a fight with a friend and... You know, being beaten. Because that doesn't
2: risk my life. Right. You know? So to sum up, so to Fizz about getting away, not about winning the fight. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: It's fighting to get away. And fighting to get away is winning. Okay. Right. So anyway, our part two, I kind of want to have some fun with on some of the comments. Uh, so it won't be quite as um, serious, mm-hmm. maybe. That's my goal. Uh, we're going to have some fun with this on the NIRX NHP- Podcast. <laughs> so guys thank you very much Uh, as always go to our website impactdefense.online there are shirts all kinds of stuff there doing any of that helps us out tremendously Um, also on our YouTube videos our Facebook videos any of that when you see a link that's an Amazon link you know purchasing through those links helps us out it's not a whole lot but it does help us out a little bit as well so anything you guys can do like that helps us to continue to make content to help keep people safe so guys thank you so much very so so guys thank you so very much for listening
0: bye thank you so much bye <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefensenc.com. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.